Good evening. I just want to try something. Uh, I've never done this like this, but um, it's currently 10.30 p.m. I'm cooking. <laughs> I have some water boiling for rice. And I was just thinking, I have a lot to say. Why don't I record a podcast on my phone? And tomorrow I have actually um, have actual podcast recordings and I have like eight minutes until the rice cooks. But I have a lot of thoughts in my brain that I need to get out. So I'm going to give this a try. So if you hear me panting, that's because I feel like I need to talk quickly. <laughs> because I also need to make dinner. Uh, yeah, so this is way too late. Um, did that to myself. I planned in a uh, laser hair removal thing at 7.30. And I was there for like two hours and something. So I just put on a pajama. And my boyfriend is actually still working. So I'm home by myself with my cats. And I wanted to share a couple of things that I have been realizing about failure, about victim mindset, about de-escalating drama and things I've been learning in coaching. So two weeks ago, I published a podcast episode uh, that was actually a session recording with my own coach, Topsy. And at the moment of recording, I actually don't know if I will publish this, but we'll see. And it got a lot of great feedback. And in that recording, you could hear some pieces of me having worked through stuff, things I was still working out. It's called something with depersonalizing failure. You can find it a few episodes ago. And people really like the honesty. And I have been struggling for a while. Not really struggling, but I like batching my content. But I also like being able to share things. But I don't want to overcomplicate stuff. So that's why I am literally just holding my iPhone and recording this as a voice memo. And I am curious to see if I would publish this as a podcast episode. If anyone would like it. But okay, so I'm going to talk to you. As if I would be talking to a friend, like I was just talking to Anne, actually, who is my friend who did the laser hair removal. Um, so I've been reading this book and it's called Business Made Simple. It's by Donald Miller. And Donald Miller is the guy who also write, wrote the book Building a Story Brand. And I really liked that book. And I saw, I was in LA and I was in this FedEx office and I saw this little blue book and it said Business Made Simple. I'm like, oh, I like simple. I'm fast forwarding me. I love simple. So I thought I'm going to give this a little read. So I got to go and see if the rice is cooking. Because um, I got to drop it in because not all of the water was boiling. I'm just going to take you with me. This is the style of this podcast recording. This is a Amy is cooking and recording a voice note episode. Haha, <laughs> it's not cooking, uh, boiling, whatever. So I started reading that book every morning. And just like when I'm having breakfast, I'll read two pages. And it has all of these tiny business lessons the whole gist of it is like business made simple and, and in 60 days, like you have 60 days of lessons. And the first part is about 10 characteristics of highly professional something somethings. The book is not necessarily for business owners, it's for anyone who wants to thrive and move up in their career. And there were two things in those traits that I've already read that really stuck out for me and maybe they do for you. Um, and the first thing is it says that someone who gets far in their career and becomes really successful is someone who is really good at de-escalating drama. And I'm not a drama queen. I grew up with three brothers, definitely not. But I do take offense <laughs> of a lot of things. And I think especially as a business owner, you have things happen, right? Like at the beginning of this week, um, someone who works for me 
called in sick without like any warning or details or appropriate following of procedures and old me would have taken so much offense and the the person in progress me is really aware that if I let that fuck up my energy other things will suffer so I'm really trying not to do that and um, because you don't know what's going on in someone's life why people aren't following protocol whatever I'm not going to go into that but de-escalating drama when I read that in the book it really resonated with me because I do think that often in our society when something happens we vent we gossip but we say it's venting and we stay in that negative energy and I think de-escalating drama is a really good skill to hone and I've actually already been working on it with my coach and for me one of the examples is for example um Sometimes I will take offense, like I'll see a message written. It used to be, for example, a client. And now it usually happens for me with my team. I love my team, by the way, they're wonderful. Um, But like anyone in a workplace, sometimes I'll see a message. It has no intonation and I'll I'll be offended. (laughs) And what I'd already been practicing is not immediately responding to things when they do trigger me. And that was the thing that I was practicing, like don't respond to the trigger, take some time, maybe respond the following day. But I didn't realize what it meant until I read that term, de-escalating drama. And I really love it. And I can really see how someone wildly successful won't spend time or energy or hours venting to their partner about something dramatic or that they think is dramatic. So that's my first thing I wanted to share with you. And maybe you're also on a journey of growth, like I am always, basically, always growing, always uncomfortable. That was my intention. Theme for the week is growth and also allowing for the uncomfortableness that comes with it. Gotta check on the rice again. Um, This is really great. When I'm recording the voice note, I can't be snacking before dinner because I'm eating so late. Would have been snacking. Okay, now eight minutes to go until this cooks and I'm at minute six of the recording. That should work. The escalating drama really resonated with me. Maybe for yourself, it is, if this resonates with you too, maybe have a look at your life and be like, who do I want to be? And, and does that person escalate or de-escalate drama? Does that person throw a hissy fit when something happens? Or are they inspirational by being so calm? I do have to say my, my team has told me already, like I am good in crisis and all of that. But it's not just about crisis for me. It's just like in general, I just don't want to be bothered or seem bothered by stuff that shouldn't be drama and then actually not accidentally I think I um what does it say about me that I'm out of breath walking from the kitchen to my couch I don't know (laughs) Um, but I just got home and I opened Instagram which I'm actually trying not to do so late at night but whatever work in progress and I saw this video by ben- Brendan Burchard. Uh, I'm really loving his podcast, Motivation with Brendan. Um, have a listen if you like other motivational podcasts. And it was a video of him saying how drama holds you back or is a, a wasteful way of using your energy or something. And I was like, yep, there it is again. Oh, and he said one of the reasons people stay stuck in their life or something is because they take offense so quickly. I thought that was just interesting, so I just wanted to share that because for me, change is usually fairly simple once I realize something, so just like becoming aware of something. 
So I am acutely aware of every time that I get to stay in drama or take offense or not take offense. And when I'm incapable of making decisions anymore, usually for me that means I need to go to fucking sleep or to sleep. I swear too much. I am aware. The second thing that has been on my mind for the past two days is... so. Just a little bit of behind the scenes. Um, I'm currently in a launch. The launch is going well, but not like I want it to go. Economy has changed. Situation has changed. We made a couple of changes in this launch um, that were tests that aren't getting me exactly what I want. Um, but I am very, very grateful for everyone who has signed up. So I'm really happy with that. Um, just some things that have changed, for example, is um, we noticed that people who bought pre-order compared to last year, Uh, Like only half bought the paid in full compared to the amount of last year. Just some shifts like that with my cash flow, with some decisions I made this year are mm, stressful. Not that I'm worried in terms of will I survive. Not that more like accounting wise, I see like, oh, the timeline is annoying and I am a bit stressed about it. I'm not going to lie. And it's a good lesson for me to learn how to manage a new situation. But so I'm dealing with that. I'm I'm under quite some pressure in the last two days of my launch, as I'm now recording this instead of making stories, which is fine. Because um, I don't want to have to make content at night. This is because I want to record it. Again, I don't know if I'll post it up on my podcast, but I think transparency is good. And, and I think sometimes it's also just good to share a process as you are in it. If you feel comfortable enough, that can be some of the most valuable content for other people because they might be right where you are so what's happened to me is I noticed that with some things on my team and my business um, I I recognize some sort of a victim mindset not big victim because I'm, I'm really big on ownership and no one who knows me would describe me as someone with a lot of victim mindset they would all say growth mindset but sometimes we just have a little bit of residual victimness. And this is what I had a few years ago when my parents were going through a lot of financial trouble because they lost their business. I um, was fending for myself. Is that how you say it? Um, and I remember always waiting for... There was this like 10% of my soul or my heart that was waiting for them to come and save me or someone else to come and save me or someone else to fix it and I remember feeling really alone and feeling really frustrated about it I'd also just broken up with my boyfriend and I was sitting in my car driving to my studio where I had my my fit my gym and I remember realizing and I was just like crying crying tears just streaming over my face I still get emotional thinking about this and I remember realizing As long as I allow someone or as long as I wait for someone else to come and save me or to make me happy or to give me money in that case was actually that was the thing to give me money to provide for me. I won't ever be truly happy because I'll always be waiting and I can still see exactly where I drove right then. And the thing is, between where I was driving and where my studio was, was the house of that ex-boyfriend who had broken up with me. And in that moment, I also decided to not... Like, I was always looking left when I passed his house to see if his car was there. You ever done that? Like, passing a house of an ex and always looking like, are they there? And I decided, I'm not going to look. And I decided during that car ride, no one else is responsible for my happiness. 
And if that means that I need to fend for myself and I need to be 100% responsible for my own cash flow and income, then that is okay because I can do it. And two years ago, I was at a pivotal point. My cat is so confused because normally at this time I'll go to sleep. So he's sitting on the staircase looking like, hey, why don't you come up? Um, but so two years and a half ago, I had the same with my health. I was in a situation where I thought it just keeps getting worse. Why do I keep gaining weight? What is wrong with my hormones? I tried so many things. Nothing seemed to be working until I realized that I was still holding on to some victim mindset. And I was in this situation of like, yeah, nothing is working for me. So I was kind of giving up and The reason I didn't give up back then is when I realized it could get worse. It was when I discovered some black hairs on my chin, which is actually funny because I just went for the laser hair removal for those hairs, by the way. Um, And I discovered that it could get worse and I could get diabetes if my hormones kept getting worse and I kept gaining weight inexplicably. And a lot of people text me on Instagram being like, hey, how did you lose weight and everything? And they all think it's a magical fix. And I did do a couple of things I'll share more about in the future that really helped me. But um, what actually no one knows is that I made a decision two years and a half ago that although I had tried many, many things, I was going to try even harder, even more until I could find a way to win, which is obviously related to the name of this podcast. But I was stuck in that victim mindset before that decision. I was still thinking, poor old me, I have heavy bones or, oh, poor hormones or why can't anyone help me? Why is my hormone coach not replying to my messages? Stuff like that. And again, there, then and there, I decided that same thing. Like, I need to stop waiting for people to come and save me. So... When I was reading that book last week and I saw the thing about the victim mindset, I was like, yeah, there is a part of me feeling sorry for the fact that I made some wrong decisions this year, you know, testing stuff out, but maybe not the right stuff. Um, I also did a lot of things really well, but there is still that like high achiever, mm, we want to do well all the time. And I had this really epic realization. It's the following. And you take from this whatever you want. Um... This is literally like my diary now, so uh uncomfortable AF. I was sitting in the car again. Oh, a lot happens when I'm in the car, apparently. And someone had responded to a question box of mine on my fast forward Amy Instagram. They said like, how do you deal with a new employee? And what do you do? And I was thinking to myself like, oh, what would I reply to them when I get home? And I thought, well, the number one thing they need to know is that your first employee is not going to fix your chaos. They're not going to fix your overwhelm. They're not going to fix your calendar. You can't hire someone to come and fix your shit. (laughs) Yesterday, I was in a call with my mindset coach and I realized, holy shit, I am still waiting. Me, because that's the mistake I made when I hired my first employee. I realized that I'm still doing that. I'm still making that mistake. I'm still thinking, For example, why is my team not focused enough? Why is my calendar not organized better? Why am I not more on top of my shit? Why is the timeline all better? And I am blaming the situation. I'm blaming them. I'm blaming me. There's a lot of blaming going on there where I'm I'm not, I don't um, advocate a blame culture. Far from it. Again, there is a lot of ownership. But there is still like a part of me who's like, I wish I had someone who brought focus and making that 
comparison to what I would not recommend other people to do is like hire someone and hope that they'll come and fix your shit. I just realized, holy shit, I am still in a victim mindset and I'll probably be in victim mindset in other things. I, I think this, uh, you know, everything comes from our childhood, right? Time to get the rice out. But it was, it felt so good to realize that because it also gives me the ownership to fix it. So for me, for example, what that did is I made a new list for myself. I was like, okay, Amy, you really got to stop thinking you're going to do everything in magical time. And I made this agreement with myself, like for now, one once you're going to do things, you have your calendar at the end of the day, you're going to go through your list for the day after, go through your calendar. You're going to add time estimates. You're going to make sure that everything you're going to do has a spot in your calendar. Because I cannot skip this step. I can't skip the step of doing it so I can teach it, so I can coach my own team. I can't skip the step. And neither can you. So there's probably something in your life, and this is a little bit of a motivational speech coming in. There is something in your life that you are not happy about right now. And I am here to tell you right now, if you're ready to hear it or if you're not ready to hear it, that you got to stop waiting for someone else to fix it. You got to stop waiting for someone else to make more money, for someone else to give you a raise, for someone else to see your worth. You're going to have to find your own worth. You're going to have to manage your own fucking shit. You're going to have to manage your own energy. You're going to have to move your body and not stop until maybe you find someone who can help you figure out if something is wrong with your health. I am recording this Four to eight years ago, Amy, I'm recording this for the last week, Amy, I have tears in my eyes as I'm recording this, but I truly believe that we can achieve anything we want once we decide to, but that means we need to be able to go all in on ourselves, and that means we need to stop waiting for someone else to come and fix it for us, and I know that's heavy, because it means you carry all of the responsibility. But that energy that you're wasting on being frustrated, you might as well spend it on not being frustrated and doing the things. So that's what I'm going to do. Instead of being upset about things that aren't working, instead of waiting for other people to fix it, I am not going to rest until I have given it my all and I have taken full ownership over any type of situation, no matter what other people tell me to. So... That's what I wanted to share with you. I'm going to go and eat. Um, This is the Play to Win podcast, which if my recordings go well tomorrow, I'm actually going to change next week to the Fail to Win podcast. This is uh, Amy van der Pitter from Fast Forward Amy. I'm two days out from closing my big launch. Um, If you have any questions about that, about my coaching program, it is actually a business coaching program, but we also tackle a lot of mindset and confidence throughout the program because It is just essential to running a business to feel confident in that business. Um, And usually we don't get hit. I've done a couple of coaching calls with clients just simply because we don't see it. We don't see how simple it gets to be. We don't see the road. We don't see the roadmap. We We don't have clarity. And I think that's my special skill is to make it simple. That's also why I bought that book to see if Donald is as good as I am. (laughs) Haha, apparently he is. (laughs) Just kidding. Um... If you resonate with my style of speaking, coaching, whatever, I might have something good for you. So let me know if you have any questions about that. And um, yeah, just let me know if you want to work with me at any given point. I'd love to help you. This is what I love doing. This is also why I have a podcast. And I hope you like this format of 
perfectly imperfect, impromptu, 11 p.m. podcast recording. Have a great night, day, morning, whatever. Um, I'm cheering you on, always. Also when you aren't cheering yourself on, okay? Bye.